I said the word, I said the phrase, this show, and I, now we've got to start all over again no, with another Steve, intro. No, Steve, it was totally worth stepping over that to hear Mike's <laughs> object work go with his coffee cup. You know who put on a hell of a show? Penny McLean. What? <laughs> no, go fuck yourself. No, Mike. We had like 10 good intros on, up until Steve, then. Steve, see, this is the craziest thing. Mike, it is so crazy you mentioned Penny McLean because do you know the artist that we're discussing no, on today's go, episode? Go, go fuck yourself. Today's artist? It's Penny McLean. We had like acclaimed disco vocalist. We had we're like 10 good intros. On this week's episode of the Song Topsy Report podcast where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm the unbelievably pissed off Steve Trollinger, who can't believe we blew through 10 great intros and settled on the shittiest, lamest one. Listen, last week you blew your, your intro segue. This week me and Nick are just riding this train in. Steve, it's not, and it's not about us finding our perfect little segue to start talking about the show subject. It is about the listeners, Steve, because the listeners are the people who make the show. And on that note, if it is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, what we do on the Song Topsy Report is find music that just didn't quite hit the mark, discuss it, dissect it, and, you know, kind of try to figure out what went wrong. And no genre, And I sometimes feel- we talk about dirty things. <laughs> On occasion. Only very occasionally. Don't listen to last week's episode or any episodes prior. Uh, One genre I feel like that's rife for kind of bad, bizarre, otherwise noteworthy is disco. Oh, disco, man. Nothing like being on your roller skates, throwing out your limbs, and just moving your hips, you know? Wow. Yours are yours are other people's. <laughs> what a distillation of a genre. What a discolation of a genre. <laughs> oh man. You, know, you were I'm, a roller skating DJ at one point, were you not? I was. I was, Nick, and uh, you know, you always had to throw in a disco song. Yeah. At least once a party. If Sandwich not. between Soldier Boy and Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right between the line dancing, you know, little uh play some funky music, white boy. Or uh <laughs> Let's That's funk. That's not <laughs> disco. No, no, no. You piece of what, shit. What's, what's the other one? What's Just because it was from the 70s doesn't oh, mean it's Stay alive. Stay alive. That's yes. what I meant. That's what I meant. I got those two confused. Wow. <laughs> Fucking confusing disco with funk. Racist prick. Come on. Black people were great in both of those genres. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, to think of, uh, trying to think of a black disco performer now. Oh, who's racist now? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Steven, if you can't think of a black disco performer off the top of your head, that means you're Welcome racist. Welcome to Black History Month at the Song Tops you Report. That is. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Where we struggle daily to look like we're not assholes. No, today we're discussing a uh, disco song from 1975 by an artist named Penny McLean uh, called Lady Bump. Now, this was introduced to me by Steve via someone he knew. Yes, a uh, friend of the show, Andy. Good yes. friend Andy uh, sent it to me sometime in September. It is now <laughs> February, so that gives you an idea of how good we are at uh, at uh, listening to uh, people who talk to us. Andy, where the hell did you find this thing? This is crazy. <laughs> because I got to say, so many s- songs that we've covered 
I found researching what songs that people consider bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy. We're, and usually, yeah. Yeah. we're getting him on an episode one day too because he's he's a professional DJ. He can oh yeah, he can tell you a thing or two about <laughs> DJ. He's gonna teach me something. Yeah, yeah. roller skating amateur. I bet he can. Yeah, I'll come. It it is hard to to be thinking of what songs are coming up and roller skating with dance moves at the same it's time. It's like rubbing, patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the yeah. same time while roller skating oh. and being a DJ. <laughs> But he's uh, got he's got the forty five like st- like taped to his stomach yeah. so that he can just do scratches. You're rubbing your face, rubbing it. Oh my god, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. But the the point the point I was making is that like usually it's pretty easy to find people who have written or in some way noted the songs that they think are like kind of like crazy bad songs. This song I had never heard of. And upon researching it to find out more about it, nobody seems to think this is like a bad or weird song, but this song is insane. It is, it is insane. insane in one very specific instance for one very specific reason. And then the artist herself, I, because you, you, the listener, if you're like me, you probably haven't heard the song before, unless you are like Andy, who uh, has a fantastically deep knowledge of crazy bad yep, song. he has an encyclopedic knowledge of music he is a music man so if you're anything like me you hadn't heard you have not heard the song before um and i hadn't heard the song i hadn't heard about the artist but upon hearing the song and then researching the artist and especially what she's done recently it is fascinating folks buckle up because this one is an audio journey uh here's a little bit of lady bub i'm just gonna skip to kind of the one part that really stands out Someone save that poor woman from the knife-wielding mugger. She stepped on a she stepped on a discarded ice cube right before the right before the chorus. She noticed her hair caught on fire right before the chorus. <laughs> She's getting bumped off, and it's only a minute in the song. I've been I, for uh, I heard this song back in September, and since I had to research it, I've been listening to it a lot. That part is never not funny. <clears throat> I laugh every day. I, she just screams <laughs> it's progressing like a fairly typical bad disco song and then all just it's a penny penny you know the lady pump it's you know it's catchy but it just needs something else a little i want it to surprise us okay well penny mclean A.K.A. Gertrude Wieschinger is an Austrian vocalist and author. And an author. And an author. What did she write? I will tell you exactly what she wrote at length a little bit later. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. How do you go... Come on, Kama Sutra translation. Come on, Kama Sutra (laughs) translation. How do you go... From Gertrude Winchester or whatever to Penny Wierschinger. Oh, Wierschinger. Gertrude Wierschinger. This is the second German disco song we've done then. (laughs) Yes. Or or Germanic disco song we've done. To Penny McLean. And to be honest, that I don't hold against. That's so unfair that. Why not go like Gertie something, you know? Gertie, Gertie Go Go. Gertie Go Go. No, oh my God. Could you imagine? Gertie Go Who wouldn't want to hear listen to Gertie Go Go? 
Or she could have just abbreviated it and gone Gertwursch. Yo. The new single by Gertwursch. But Gertie Gogo. That's dirty. That's Gertwursch. Oh, God. Did you Gertwursch all over these sheets? Gertwursch, that hoe. Okay, that would be be your star name. Let me see here. Okay, you have written down... Trudy Totenkopf. Okay, let's uh, let's revisit this later. Um, for now, you Jane Smith. That Jane is your Smith. name. Your name will be Jane Smith. Well, that's so unfair, and and this isn't unique to um her. Like so many pop stars and artists, I mean, everyone changes their name to something more like easily digestible. But I feel like you shouldn't have to. Like Gertrude Verschinger, if that, I would love to see a pop star named Gertrude Verschinger who becomes insanely successful and popular because Penny McLean. Oh, I don't know. It's so ordinary. Uh, and Gertrude Verschinger is just such a such a unique little Bavarian flavor. Actually, no, she's Aus- uh, Austrian. Yeah, we've got to watch ourselves, gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> but now, she initially gained acclaim with the Disco Music Act Silver Convention, but then she also had exposure as a single recording artist. And this song that she did, Lady Bump, was um, by far her biggest hit. She was essentially a one-hit wonder. This was the one song that was popular. In 1975, when this came out, the single sold three million copies. And that's a lot back then. Yes, absolutely it was. There were only like seven million people alive. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Almost half of everyone bought the song Lady Bump. (laughs) Why? But you think, why? (laughs) Why not? I don't know. You know what Lady Bump makes me think of? I, I shudder to wonder. It makes me think of a pregnant lady. You know yeah. what I mean? She's like someone has a lady bump. A lady bump. Yeah. She has a little <clears throat> lady bump. My lovely lady, lady bump. bump. <laughs> it's it's going to be like a black eyed peas for sexy pregnant ladies. Well, Fergie's all about oh, that. Oh, short, shorty's water's breaking it on the dance floor. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the moment her water breaks. Splash! <laughs> I can picture it. Oh, stop picturing oh, that. That's funny. <laughs> People slipping all over the dance floor. Wow, okay. <laughs> but now, one of the strangest things about this song is there's really nothing unusual about the recording of this. It was just an ordinary, ordinary song recorded for, I mean, it's an average disco song punctuated by some insane screaming that happens throughout but that was her trademark that's what and that it's like when the it's that was that was the 70s version of the beat dropping you know this artist <laughs> screaming yeah yo yo God. oh shit oh shit it's revving up it's revving up wait for it wait for it yeah. <laughs> that's it but the thing is, like, I, I couldn't, and and once again, also because, like, the song hasn't, like, worked its way into, like, some of the craziest worst songs. There's not much research on this. So, in terms of, like, the lyrics, all we have to go on is what we can read. And and I can't read. Yes. Oh, Steve, no, very, my hidden shame. Oh, oh, no. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Steve, this is a safe place. I'm very happy you could finally be so vulnerable. <laughs> well, because the song is called Lady Bump. And from what I've gathered from watching a few performances of it, they're all captivating. 
Uh, <laughs> it seems to be describing a dance move where you're kind of shimming in place. I'm, I'm demonstrating to Mike and Steve yes, right yes, now. Yeah. And you kind of just like <clears throat> bump your hip against someone. Isn't that the hustle? Is it the hustle? I thought it was the hustle. I thought it was just the What hip came sh- first, the hustle or lady bump? How long has the hustle been around? Steve, you I should know this. I don't fucking know. I don't know. What do you want from me? Your sweet, sweet knowledge. But the first time I heard it, Lady Bum, it didn't sound, it didn't sound like a dance move. It almost sounded like a rude behavior a woman would do in a subway. It's like man spreading, lady bumping. <laughs> like the lady with the huge purse, like the purse that's just way oh, too. Oh, she's like oh, yeah. knocking people all. <laughs> yeah, here's here's some new. Lady bump my way through here's here. some New York humor for all of our non-New York uh, listeners. Uh, our you European know, listeners have to deal with public transit. You know, you know, you, do you, under, you ever wonder why the only people who ever sit in that awkward middle seat on the subway are either really fat people or people with at least eight shopping bags? What's the deal with that? <laughs> New York-based humor rant over. <laughs> so Penny McLean, she was in her mid-20s when she did this song, which, to be honest, this was kind of like the peak of her career because uh, her last real album came out, I think, in like 1979 or 1980. That was kind of when she stopped doing music. Um, so what I want to do now, though, because like I said, where her career went later is very interesting. Uh, but I want to start back at the beginning of the song again. Go through some of the lyrics, and then I'll let you know kind of what she's been doing as of the past 20 years. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so itchy to dance, I can't stand it. And I was counting on dancing with you. Verbatim, Mike, have you ever done said that exactly on the dance floor? I've been itching to dance, and I've been wanting to dance with you. I've said those two phrases, just not at the same, you know, at the same time. Come on! I've itching. been itching, and I've is, is that one of the first ones at the doctor's office? <laughs> I've been itching to dance. I've been itching ever since I noticed this woman I was with. This lady had bumps. Oh God! The real meaning of lady bump. Oh Jesus! And then Mike looked down at his crotch and said. My favorite part of the video attached to the song is yeah, it's a live performance. Yeah, my favorite part. Of. Uh, my favorite part of the video is how she's obviously never been in a studio on camera before because she spends the whole video <laughs> desperately looking for her camera placement. Yes, oh, yeah. she cannot ever find out where the camera is. <laughs> Always looks at the wrong one first. <laughs> And she's got, like, a smile, but, like, it's fair. And I don't hold that against her. Like, most performers do that. Where it's, like, that very, like, okay, I'm performing. I got, I got, I'm focused. Okay, can, okay, yeah, camera's there. An okay, emotionless smile. smile. A humorless smile. The most terrifying of all smiles. Here, I'll give Mike one right now. Mike, you tell me how you feel. Oh, yeah, no, I'm mighty uncomfortable with that. That's, uh, oh, boy. I, cold I like- eyes. He, he's putting on the cold eyes. Oh, and the little, oh, man. I don't like it. <laughs> I've never been so uncomfortable in my life, Steve. You're welcome. Steve, you got a gift. <clears throat> Thank you. Which the dance I can't stand. And I was counting on dancing with you. No, no I'm just picturing you in a doctor's office. Just like, all right, Mike, what's the problem here? Oh, well, Doc, you see, the problem is I've been itching. To dance, and then like five dancers come out of like bum, the bum, closet bum, bum, in, bum, in the bum, doctor's bum, office, bum. and then the lights go down, and the disco ball drops, and then the doctor's just, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> if you could set up that 
What is what would that be? A, a flash mob? If you could set up that like most elaborate flash mob ever. Oh my god! I'd I'd pay money to see that. That's genius. It's a I really want to go about my life like I don't know like if I if I'm if I'm walking down the street and like I think I'm I think I'm looking really well put together like everything's matching I like jacket is is working I got you're, sunglasses you're looking on really my, fly I'm looking very fly for a white guy and like my hair is on point and nobody's observing me I just kind of look around and go look at me and you completely destroy whatever. Whatever I thought what, I had, yeah. Going whatever for you me. had going, whatever veneer you thought you had worn, everyone's like, "Hey, that guy's pretty." Okay, never mind. Uh, Look at me. <laughs> it's just such a transparent call for attention. I love I, it. No, see, see, Nick, I do that too. Except mine sounds more like, "Look at me," grabbing someone by the cuff of their collar. Look at me. Swear, swear to me. <laughs> weren't looking after the first time let me uh remind you that you should that's look. actually the camera operators giving oh. her directions because she keeps losing them look at me, look at me. and then finally her head turns she, okay gotcha he's like those aren't the, all right it works just those are the words okay <laughs> and she says she wants to bump with you which once again i'm assuming is just dance because i mean to be, disco songs don't really have any great depth i don't i can't think of a single disco song that has any depth beyond like a kiddie pool well, there was uh, there was that one great disco tune. I think it was called uh, "Let's Fuck in Your Bedroom." How does that one go again? Uh, I want to my lifetime fucking you. Jump. That's her identity. That's her alternate identity. They call her Lady Bump. Now, Jesus. Though if though if going by what you assumed about Lady Bump earlier, does that make her more like uh like a typhoid Mary type? Yes. You've got typhoid Mary and you've got Lady Bump. Oh man, I think Lady I had Bump sex is with... locked up in an island by herself in upstate New York. I thought I had I think I had sex with Lady Bump last night. Oh, Not the Lady Bump. <laughs> oh, Oh. I thought Lady Bump was just a story told to children to scare them. But or or is Lady Bump would she just be the person whom began the Lady Bump dance initially? I think in that instance you can use who. I thought I, I, halfway through saying I'm like I think that's a who. Oh, you you sound like an ass now. <laughs> ass. <laughs> Anything else? No. Uh, (laughs) I think I said all I needed to say. (laughs) Any more insults you'd like to flint over at Nick? (laughs) Oh, you piece of shit. (laughs) I told you, I'm trying out new catchphrases. (laughs) Currently, I've got ass. Steve, I've got a new catchphrase you could try out. It's usually 
It's usually I you, I save that catchphrase for when I see a giant cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> but what I, I why is she screaming? It's just I I love. Don't get me wrong. I love this. I'm so happy she did it. It just makes no sense. I'm just trying to think of what the male equivalent of lady bumping. Man spreading. I told you. Oh, you're right. Man spreading. <clears throat> you're right. They call me man spread. <laughs> man spreader. Man spreader. I need room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing dance choreography. They've like done like a replica of like a subway train bench, and he's just sitting down. Man's better. It's like a whole bunch of backup dancers just like opening and closing their legs. <laughs> I kind of want to see that now, actually. Spiritual successor to Lady Bump. Well, actually, speaking of speaking of both spiritual and spiritual successor to Lady Bump, uh, so you've now heard a little bit of what Lady Bump sounds like. And like I said, this was her biggest hit. Kind of after this, there was nothing quite... This this charted in the United States a little bit. like, And in Europe, it was popular. But kind of after this, she faded a little bit. Now, another song she did... This is more of just a fun little anecdote, because I knew Steve would appreciate it. Um, one of the last singles she released... In fact, I think it may have been the last one she released... Was a song called uh, Tutank Amun. Which is just the kind of more German pronunciation of uh, Tutankhamun. Tutan what? King Tut. Ah, okay. Tutankhamun. Yes. Tutankhamun. Good old King Tut. <laughs> he was an Egyptian dude, right? So he he got, was an he, Egyptian He dude. was the Egyptian dude, yes. And he he, he, he locked himself in the sarcophagus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are officially doing a Mike Russell Explains History. <laughs> Egyptologist Mike Russell, ladies and gentlemen. I want to play a little bit of another song Penny McLean did for two reasons. Um... But we're, first, we're doing that history podcast yes, one of these days. I cannot wait. <laughs> but listen to a little bit of the song and see if it reminds you of any other song, possibly also by German disco songwriters. It's lost in history. It's great was covered by the She still can't find the fucking camera. <laughs> he's like, she's, she's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> First of all, Lady Bump came out in 75. This song came out in 80. She had five years to figure out camera placement, okay? <laughs> she couldn't do it. It's a strike against her. I will say, uh, I love her new hairdo. That was she a great get a, move. <laughs> she went from a fro to like very just just long blonde. Uh, and it's not red anymore. No. It's crazy. Well, uh, she's transitioned from her Lady Bump persona. Yes. Into her... She's the Mick Foley of Disco That sirens. was like her Sasha Fierce, her Lady Bump. <laughs> Did this song come out around the same time as Rasputin? Rasputin came that, out earlier. That was exactly why I brought up. First off, this is like an exact ripoff of Rasputin. <laughs> yeah, that's Find I, a historical <laughs> figure, write a disco song that sounds exactly like it, and make the chorus start with his name, but like in an overly like enunciated way. Like, rah, rah, Rasputin, Tutankhamun, Tutankhamun. I'd want to see the two go head to head, even though Rasputin would win because King Tut was a child. No, but it's not, it's not the actual historical figures. It's their disco versions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Disco well, then, well, then Rasputin, Rasputin would still win. 
Tut's like shooting rescue and he's just taking the bullets in. He's like, ah, fine. But the other reason I mentioned. Why does he have a gun? What? He's a Tut? pharaoh. Uh, he's throwing spears at him. <laughs> Egyptologist Spear. Mike Russell, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, he's throwing spears and shooting guns. <laughs> Mike Russell. So the reason. The other reason I mentioned this is because it's starting to lead into a new era that kind of took over her life. Because Egypt, you associate... Yes, I'm doing I'm doing a twirly hand I thing. See, I can just see Egypt in your hands right well, now. Yeah. Ancient Egypt is very popular with a lot of, like, kind of New Age mysticism. That's Hermeticism. That's, yes, exactly. Even though it's that's named after Hermes, who was a Greek god. But there's a lot of Egyptian influences, too. Coptic Hermeticism. Actually, Egyptologist Stephen Trolliger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm learning something over here. I want to see the two of you explore it, too. <laughs> so where's King Tut's gun? <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I'm five seconds away from locking you in here for all eternity. <laughs> now, I mentioned earlier that uh, Penny McLean was also an author. And the subject that she has written about for the... 40 subsequent years after her disco singer career is spiritualism, numerology, and esotericism. What? That is exclusively, she has gone all in on this. She writes about spiritualism, essentially. And I... How? Oh, so she's doing a lot of acid. Listen, 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 my... (laughs) Is it the right-hand path or the left-hand path? It seems to be kind of right-hand path, but here's the thing. Oh, wait, I, what's, what's the difference in the paths? Uh, left-hand involves a lot of sex magic. Left-hand uh, is... Hell, I didn't know you could have magic with it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> left-hand path would be more like carnal, earthly kind of things, whereas the right-hand path is more spiritual... It's a mental exercise. All right, so the left-hand path is the naked hippies, and the right-hand path is just like the bees. Like the, the nerds. The, the nerdy ones. The nerdy hippies. Okay. No, you know that free-spirited goth chick like in high school and college? Yeah. That's left-hand stuff. Oh. Okay. The person who wore like loose, flowy robes all the time and talked about crystals a lot, that's right-hand path. Okay, okay. So Penny McLean falls a little bit more into the right-hand path, but... She's written tons of books, actually, and they're all unfortunately in German. And I tried to like, and I and I researched some. All of right, these. bring in here. I'll translate. Well, no, hang on. I, I here's the thing. I tried to piece together what her philosophy was or what she's been teaching because she gives lectures about this. Like that, this is what she she doesn't do this anymore. She's just like lectures and books and talking about the afterlife and all that stuff. That's she's all in on that. Ah, uh, you know, I tease, but it's nice. It's nice when people can. Truly it, it, become engrossed with themselves and the universe around them. It's, it's well, <laughs> yes. I, in principle, I absolutely agree with that. You didn't like it during four minutes and thirty-three seconds of silence. Oh, fuck Johnny Cage. Okay. <laughs> shadow, shadow kick. Shadow kick. Still, so, yes, Mike. In oh, principle, yeah. I totally agree with what you say. Um, as an example, I took one of her more recent books. Um, and I, 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 I granted because I know we actually have some German listeners. I fed. The German title and synopsis through Google Translate. So this, so might not be a hundred percent accurate. So give it the benefit of the doubt there. But one of her most recent books translates to, uh, "Died is not dead yet. What really awaits us in the hereafter?" Do you want to know what this book is about? What? Gambling. <laughs> yes, the hereafter is a casino. Uh, <laughs> synopsis. 
quote. I'm not. Pl- please, I'm going to read this from beginning to end. Please save your comments for the end because I really want to hear them. Quote. A veil of forgetfulness surrounds the other world, so we do not know what happens after death. However, Penny McLean, who was born without this quote-unquote veil, can remember the intangible dimensions that we have come from and go back to. Captivating and detailed, the best-selling author describes what happens from the moment of dying, how the soul travels to the planetary spheres and back to Earth again. And it shows how each of us can prepare for his, quote, last move, quote, the afterlife and the next incarnation. A groundbreaking book that confers the certainty and death is not the end, but a homecoming of a home that is dear and familiar to everyone, exclamation point, with, and the book includes, if you buy it off Amazon, uh, a large four-color folding map that illustrates the soul's journey through the planetary spheres. Nick. Yes. Penny's uh, a little loony. Just a little bit. Just, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about, why. I'm going to tell you why. What about she's that? Got a, she's got a God complex, Nick. Oh, everyone's born with this veil of forgetfulness, except but for me. But not me, 1975 disco singer Penny McLean. <laughs> Look, guys, spiritual power comes from the most unlikely of places. So one's physical existence and it, their tether to the modern world does not have anything to do with their abilities outside the physical realms, okay? I'm going to tell you what happened. She was on some sort of drug. I'm not <laughs> sure which one. I'm not going to judge because uh, everyone has these little visions. One time I was high on a couch and all of a sudden— Oh, that must have been hard to smoke. <sighs> Yeah, high five for that one. Wow. But I imagined what it would be like to be reincarnated as like an antelope. You know what I'm saying? And like This is what occurred to you. I uh I got like eaten by a lion. It was really crazy. But then I was like but like I think she just she just thought about it too hard. I mean if she thought about it too hard and then she thought she was remembering her soul being like shipped out and shipped out and shipped back. Well, if you believe in karmic reincarnation, maybe you were just experiencing a previous life in which you, you were an antelope who was eaten by a lion. I hope. Or you might be seeing through the veil of time, piercing it into the future to see that maybe this life you're not doing so hot. You might come back as an antelope and get eaten by a lion. Might be a, a warning for you to get on the straight and narrow. And Penny why, McLean why, 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 brought why? you to this point. She led you through the planetary <clears throat> spheres. Oh, Penny. Gertie. You. <laughs> hey, what did we come up with? Gertwish. You Gertwish in my dreams. <laughs> but yeah, so that is what Penny McLean has been up to for the past 40 years. 40 She's years. serious about, about it. And I think that, you know, considering the kind of music that she was doing, it kind of led into it. Because do you know what the B-side of Lady Bump was? She did a song called... The ephemeral nature of man? No. Wizard bump. No. It goes like this.
mention of planetary spheres, but she's talking to a wizard. Oh. When does Christopher Lee show up? Well, there... <clears throat> There is a wizard who who has Bad a part. Mouth. There is a wizard who has a part. I don't know if it was Christopher Lee, but uh, there is a wizard. Help me, wizard, help me, wizard, with your magic power. He <laughs> Upon listening again, Steve, that's definitely Christopher Lee. She just she just rewrote. The song Witch Doctor. Yes. That's the such that's the plot of the song Witch Doctor. The Witch Doctor, I was in love with you and he said. She even calls him a witch doctor first thing in the song. Yeah, it's the same song, just with like slightly amended lyrics. He has he has an easier incantation than uh than the witch doctor did, you know? I just did it. Bum 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 bum. Not everyone has that lower register. It's not that easy. Well, that, that's why not everyone can be a wizard. Gosh, you, you've really gotten to the heart of it, haven't you? No. <laughs> Only baritones can be wizards, Only Steve. baritones without the veil of forgetfulness can right. sing that yes. part. Of course. Ooh, I got tired all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I know it'll pep you up again. A little more lady bumping. <laughs> lady bump. It's like a caffeine shot every time yeah. she does it. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> lady Obviously must have happened. What obviously must have happened is towards the end of the uh, 70s, beginning of the 80s, she performed at at a venue the song "Lady Bump," and during the part of the song where she screams loudly, she's smart. She that part. Yeah. She screams so shrilly and loudly that she thrust her spirit from the confines of her physical body and ascended to the realms of the high masters. And from them, in that place beyond time where there is no meaning to time, seconds there could be years here and years here could be seconds there. She learned at the feet of the great masters of wisdom the true nature of reality and the universe and our place within. And then when she had learned all she could, she was put back into her physical form. And from that day forth, gentlemen, she would be Lady Bump no more. And she had so much fun, she went back again. When she screams the second time, right? Is, is, that- is every... Yes, yeah, Steve, because I, I... This is opening my eyes. I feel the veil of forgetfulness disappearing already. So are you saying every time she screams, that's her soul going through no, the planetary No, I'm not spheres? saying that. That's a ludicrous thing to say, guys. Oh, sorry, that's sorry, a sorry, ridiculous sorry. proposition. I'm saying the very realistic, down-to-earth reason thing, which is one time she did it so well, that's what happened. And that's that... why she ceased being Lady Bump. I think this is the end of the song, because there's a key change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got 
genuinely interested. Like, was she into all of this, like, esotericism and just happened to stumble into, like, a disco vocalist career and that was not her real passion? Like, how does this happen? What What, what is it? What? I just I, I I can't see the where the overlap was. I mean, if if she found what she wanted to do and she's happy doing it, all the power to her. But where did how did you get from Lady Bump to planetary spheres and uh, and hang on, let me let me consult my translation here again. And the last move to the afterlife, the confirmation of certainty, the other world. She calls it the other world in the hereafter. That might be a mistranslation. I don't know if those are two different places you can go, but how did she went from Lady Bump to that? Also, everyone knows the cosmography of the afterlife isn't spherical. It's planar, okay? Get with it, Lady Bump. <laughs> if that is your real name, which I doubt. Penny McLean, if that is your real name, which I also doubt. <laughs> Lady Bump, a.k.a. Penny McLean, a.k.a. Gertrude Verschinger, a.k.a. A.k.a. Lady Mindbender. Mike, were you going to say something? Or did a veil of forgetfulness Oh, you know, the ba- you? it has swarmed me at this point, Nick. I don't even know, remember what song we're talking about now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where's Gandalf? That's... <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Oh, hang on. Gandalf's over here. (laughs) Steve, you mentioned earlier that you said that there was one key time where she just screamed, and that was what propelled her soul Mm -hmm. to the planetary sphere. Obviously. I think I know which part in the song that happens in. Uh, So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because most of it is just, oh, no, we'll miss all the important stuff in between. (laughs) Well, hang on. Hang on. Oh, I'm joking. Please skip ahead. Wait, what's her name again? I keep forgetting. Well, Lady Bump? (laughs) Is that right? Steve, if you do want to hear a little bit of what you're missing on our way to that last section, I don't. Here's just a little bit, Steve. I I, I hear what you. I hear what you're saying, but I know what you actually want. So. So that happened. She, just, uh, she spreads her arms out like she's a freaking pterodactyl. You know, she's like screeching. <laughs> Uh, Steve, here's another section of the song. <laughs> All right, so that's that's a little bit of what you missed. But uh, now for you, Steve, and for the listeners, uh, here is where her soul was propelled through the planetary spheres and he, to the hereafter where the veil of... For- oh, actually, no, she never lost the veil of forgetfulness. I forgot she was born without it. Sorry. Right, right. She, 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 you know, distinguishing characteristic. So this is the moment... When her soul traveled through space and time. Ah, this is it. (laughs) And like a cosmic catapult, her soul traversed space and time before... Falling back into her body. And she did the little woos in there. That's certainly what happened when I just listened to that. Doesn't help that she also kind of looks like Pennywise. (laughs) Oh. They call me Pennywise. Pennywise. You want your boat. (laughs) Oh, my arm. (laughs) Oh, my arm. Hey, Georgie. (laughs) Ah. Uh-huh. 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 It's a deeper cut. 
Uh, yeah, guys, that is a little bit of Lady Bump. Uh, oft, often oft overlooked 1975 disco hit. I'm going to start putting this on jukeboxes when I go out now. I wonder how many jukeboxes would actually have this. Also, do you have the tools to open up jukeboxes and install new discs? What? No, 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 no. Yeah, they got the digital jukeboxes nasty. So you're a hacker. Nah, see, I put a dollar in and I'll look up Lady Bump. So you're going to waste a dollar then. <laughs> you don't think I'll find it? Oh, oh, I can't wait now, Steve. And I'm going to hit the first digital jukebox I find and I'm going to put on Lady Bump. It sold three million copies back in the 70s. That's Some of those have to still be floating around, Steve. We're going to find them. All right, you you go right ahead. Oh, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be like in some some quiet little record store, like in the East Village. I'll be pawing through records, and I'm gonna find the single for Lady Bump. And do you know what I'm gonna say? Lady- <laughs> I kind of want to isolate that audio and just keep it like on my phone and just play it at like the most opportune moments, like well, at I- church or a funeral. No. Uh. <clears throat> But gentlemen, that is essentially Lady Bump. Thank Christ. <laughs> no, thank the uh, hereafter. <laughs> right. Thank Hermes. Yes. I mean, I. I, I, I here, what he, else can be said? No. Here's the thing. I'm. I'm happy the song exists. I'm the, very happy. I, you're smiling. My my, you are. my life is just ever so imperceptibly better knowing that at any point in this song you can be accosted with. <laughs> Oh, well, that one was... It got evil. Yes. Oh, she, do you know what? She, I'm telling you, what a minor, she, minor note. She, she's possessing people. That's why she, Why do you always jump to that? You uh, have this weird, like, fire and brimstone streak to you that comes out every time we talk about anything like this. You're like, oh, it must be a possession, <laughs> a demonic possession. She's possessing people with her demons. That's his peasant mob Plattsburgh upbringing still kind of embedded in his subconscious. You can't hold it against him, Hey, Steve. whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys how many witches? How many witches did you burn just throughout your grade school hey, years? Hey, listen, listen, listen. We had to protect the community any way we could, Nick, okay? <laughs> if that meant burning the witches so our crops grew the next year, then so be it. And so what if all the witches we burned were the wealthiest women in town whose money went to the town itself? There's no connection there. Why would you even bring it up? I brought it up. I didn't bring it up. Witch! You're a witch! <laughs> America. The, although that, yes, Mike, you do frequently is... bring that up, but you did just inspire me. Like, I would love, I would pay so much to see a reality show where you are an exorcist going around performing exorcisms. <laughs> I, that would entertain the shit out of me. No. He's just, he's, someone's I, lying in bed, and he's just punching <laughs> him in the face. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. And then the dad you. says, no, it's the other daughter who's possessed. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she had a mini demon in her. I'll get the other. <laughs> she looked kind of gross. That's why I thought it was her. You should get her nose fixed. <laughs> oh, never mind. I fixed it. Well, demon or not, um, veil of forgetfulness possessor or not, Penny McLean uh, st- will always have this disco career, and she will always have her <laughs> es- esotericism work. I guess I don't know what the job title is. She's for that. got eternity now, man. She, she gonna, does she come back in all sorts of different forms. I like the whole, uh, you know, reincarnation. Well, because yeah, as, as the title of her book is loosely translated to "Die Does Not Dead Yet." 
I'm not going to think about that. That's Die what... does not dead yet. Died is not dead yet. They're saying death is not the end. Yes, basically. what really awaits us in the hereafter. She knows. Death is only the beginning. It's fucked up. Emotep. Emotep. Emo. Nick and I Nick and I mentioned the mummy a lot. I discovered it's, it's one of the best movies ever made. But uh that is that's a little bit of the Church of Lady Bump. The Church of Lady Bump. You know how you know how they're like shakers and quakers? They were bumpers. <laughs> I think she was hitting too much of the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Um, but guys, thank you. As so in, like grinding up weed in your yes, exactly. yeah, we get it. Thank yeah. you. Well, I, I she took well, a lot of once drugs. again. It became funnier after you explained it. So thank you. <laughs> just like silence as as the joke lands. <laughs> so what I said was that she took a lot of drugs. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, you can rate and review us in Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. We really appreciate it. So many of you have already left such lovely reviews. Let's try it. Let, let's make it a goal. Oh, like, let's shout out to Mindy. What a lovely yes. thing to say. Brightened our days it right now. It was very nice. Uh, let's set a goal. We want to get double, twice as many reviews as um, Penny McLean's books have on Amazon in Germany. Yeah. Oh, this will be great. Which means we haven't gotten double the amount already. To your point earlier, Mike. Uh, that's a double? No, 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 you didn't. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying your your definition of more is pushing credulity. <laughs> I think we can hit it though. We can do this, folks, with your help. The Santosky reports get double Penny McLean. Ah, oh, that doesn't. The- no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> with your help, DDP can double <laughs> double up our reviews. <laughs> Yes, listeners, with your help, we can get double the reviews of a book written by a disco vocalist from the 70s. That's all we want. Our goals are modest. Uh, And you can also uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and uh, also follow Dapper Devil Productions, because you get to see some other work that the other podcasts in the Dapper Devil Productions network are doing. There's some good stuff coming up with them. And uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Briadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com, that's MrMR, or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com, that's MrMR.dot, and, uh, yeah, like Nick said, you know, send, send in the review. We love them. Smiles, great. Suggestions, let's do them. And, uh, why don't you send us, uh, a little, uh, little action of your lady bumps. <laughs> like, uh, like Describe exactly describe. how they would do that. <laughs> we don't have S- the time. Send don't. Like a video clip? Okay. You know what? I, it really. Uh, Next time. It's uh, it's eye of the listener, or ear of the listener here, yes. Nick. So, what's your lady bump? Is it a dance move? Let's see we it. We better not is get it a, some nice is it a weird rash. Photos. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> do not send us photos of your rashes, listeners, please. <laughs> if, you, if you got a baby and that's your lady bump, Congratulations. <laughs> yes, we're very happy for you. Uh, and Steve, where may we find you? Uh, you can find me with my eyes closed. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo. Nice. And how about stephentrollinger.com? Sure. <laughs> That's still a 404 site, dude. If we pierce the <laughs> veil of time, then yes, you may find me there in the timeless place. Steve's website's forever in purgatory. Yes. <laughs> Along with the wherever Penny McLean traveled through. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. I am Nick Breedier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm rapidly descending, descending to the oniric realm of Morpheus. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care. Take care.
It's a Dapper Devil production, see?